the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Well, it is somewhat of a bad pun to say that a big major news event might trump, <laughs> get it, the ace of the Jan 6 committee, which is meeting right now to try to paint Donald Trump as a horrible, terrible, awful, evil orange man, bad, in the January 6th insurrection at the White House. But the Daily Wire reports that the Supreme Court updated its calendar on Thursday to indicate that decisions will be handed down today or Wednesday. Now I ask you, could there be a better trumping of the January 6th committee's ace than for the Supreme Court to today formally release the opinion that does away with the 1973 Roe v. Wade decision that made abortion legal in all 50 states. Also, I mean, just if you're looking at it from a karma perspective, uh, tonight is, I'm searching for it on my email because there are several different uh, pro-life organizations here in Columbus, and I am going to one of them uh, tonight. And I can't remember, and I apologize because if I get this, if I name the wrong organization then the organization that I don't get right is going to be very, very mad at me, and I don't really blame them. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Tonight, I am going to the, I think it's Greater Greater Columbus Right to Life annual banquet tonight. I'm going to that. So if you're there, come over and say hello to me. I'll be sitting with uh, my good friend Tom and his lovely wife Carrie, and I'll see uh, all the other people that, uh, I see at this banquet every year, and I've attended this. Let's see. Who have I seen speak at this banquet? I've seen uh, Abby Johnston, Unplanned, whose you know life story is told in the movie Unplanned. Abby Johnston has spoke at this event. She's the only one that sticks out to me by name, but there was a guy who spoke a couple years ago who goes by the moniker Pro-Life Doc. He's uh, He's spoken at this event before. He's fantastic. Uh, tonight, the guest speaker will be Dr. Steve Hammond. Uh, I'm looking for hearing, uh, forward to hearing from what Dr. Hammond has to say. And what if, what if, what if we get together tonight for this event and a Supreme Court ruling has been issued earlier in the day overturning Roe versus Wade? Hmm. I just thought about the security aspect of the whole thing. Given how dangerous our city is under the feckless leadership of Andrew Ginther. But uh, let me tell you what the reasoning is behind 
the possible announcement today of a final rendering that overturns Roe versus Wade. Here's a quote from Alan Dershowitz, the Harvard Law professor. He tells Fox News, I have a theory, and it's only a theory. Uh, I think the leaked opinion was leaked by a liberal law clerk who was trying to change the outcome of the case. Well, you know, thank you, Captain Obvious. Everybody has that theory. Uh, Either by putting pressure on some of the justices to change their mind or by getting Congress to pack the court even before June, which is very unlikely. Yeah. Boy, please don't let anything happen to Joe Manchin. We should all pray for the safety of Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema. They are the only ones upholding our republic. They are the only ones forestalling an overrun of the filibuster, which would, under this administration... They'd pack the court. They'd take away your Second Amendment rights. They'd rescind freedom of speech. And, I mean, while we're at it, if we've gotten rid of the First Amendment and the Second Amendment, then why don't we get rid of the Fifth Amendment, too, and trash the right to self-incrimination? I mean, maybe just the whole Constitution. They could just have a marshmallow and a weenie roast. Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, Joe Biden, they could all sit around and roast weenies while our protections constitutionally go up in flames. That's the role Joe Manchin and Cinema are, are performing in our republic right now. Uh, so back to Dershowitz. My theory is it was leaked by someone who wants to change the outcome. Like, Why are you even writing this? This is so self-evident that it doesn't even merit print. I've been watching the Supreme Court for 55 years. This has all the hallmarks of reality, and it does not have the hallmark of a decision that's likely to be changed. Maybe Chief Justice Roberts will go with the minority, but I think they seem to have five votes at this point to overturn Roe versus Wade. I apologize for wasting your time reading that because I was led to believe by this new headline in the Daily Wire that they had something new from Dershowitz, which they clearly do not. But let me say this. It's been leaked that the opinion is 5-4, and we all know that John Roberts, who's been a massive disappointment to us conservatives as Chief Justice of the Supreme Court. By the way, do the Democrats ever get a massive disappointment as a Supreme Court justice. Like, they never do the heel turn, right? In wrestling, when the good guy becomes the bad guy, the bad guy becomes the good guy, that's referred to as a heel turn. But you never get a Democratic justice appointed who turns out to be, oh, look, look! As as the justice has gotten older, gotten more perspective, gotten more maturity... They have become more conservative in their ways. That's like typical of the general person. It's never true of a liberal justice. Never. You're never going to, like Stephen Breyer didn't become as he got older. Oh, Stephen Breyer, he's looking very Clarence Thomas-ish these days. No, that doesn't happen. Sotomayor, Kagan, no, not going to happen. John Roberts could have gotten rid of Obamacare. But he invented a way to keep it. John Roberts' allegiance is to preserving the court, which I guess, you know, self-preservation. He doesn't want 30, 40 justices roaming around the Supreme Court building, so he's trying to forestall the Democrats packing the court. But because Roberts always does what he deems in the best interest of the future of the court, I do allow for the possibility that given that he could not move any of the five off their spot on what we presume will be a decision on the Mississippi law 
that brought the Roe versus Wade question into the spotlight of the court. I do think just, and I don't have any inside information. I'm not Shannon Bream. I'm not wandering around the Supreme Court. I don't have any sources. But I'm just looking at this through the prism of who is Roberts, what does Roberts like to do, what is Roberts' chief objective, and Roberts' chief objective is to try to preserve the court. It would not surprise me. I'm not predicting it. I'm saying it would not surprise me that when the final verdict comes out, at 5-4, it's, oh, if we could only get rid of Kavanaugh, if we could only get rid of Gorsuch, if we could only get rid of Amy Coney Barrett, if we could only get rid of Alito or Clarence Thomas, if one of those old geezers would die off or, you know, eh, a guy from California comes in, lands, he drives to Kavanaugh's house, man, you know, what happens? It happens, it happens. That's the Democratic attitude. In fact, uh, listen to Nancy Pelosi here explaining why it was not a matter of urgency for her House of Representatives to act on the bipartisan 100 to nothing vote of the U.S. Senate to protect Supreme Court justices. That the justices are protected, but there was an attempt on Justice Kavanaugh's life. It's protected. It's protected. The justices are protected. This issue is not about justice. It's about, it's about a staff and, and the rest. The justices are protected. You saw the attorney general even double down on that. But this double is about security for the justices. An armed man showed up near Justice Kavanaugh's yeah, house to try to... We're working together on the bill that the Senate will be able to approve of. Because <laughs> that's what... We can pass whatever we want here. We want it to be able to pass the Senate. So I don't know what we're talking about because evidently you haven't seen what the debate is. And not debate, but what the language is. There will be a bill, but nobody is in danger over the weekend because uh, of our not having a bill. Nobody's in danger. It's just a guy flying in with a gun, a knife, criminal tools. Eh, Nobody's in danger. You have the bill, Nance. 100 to nothing from the Senate. Anyway, it wouldn't surprise me if Roberts, when the verdict comes out, that it's 6-3, to that he joins with the 5 to take the spotlight off. Hey, if we get rid of one of them, maybe the verdict goes away. Well, one of the leaders of the uh, January 6th committee is Jamie Raskin from New York. Jamie Raskin uh, suffered some uh, debilitating life circumstances uh, in the loss of his son. I have great empathy for him on that. Uh, But that does not give you license to go into the Adam Schiff bag of tricks and come back with big promises, but no evidence to back up big promises. Here's Jamie Raskin on CNN yesterday with Dana Bash talking about how they know that there was something nefarious that happened during January 6th because a lot of Republican elected officials asked Donald Trump to pardon them before he left office. And if you ask for a pardon, then you must know you are guilty. But notice when Dana Bash says, so there's evidence, so we're going to see this. Hmm. What does Jamie Raskin have to say to that? Federal offenses. I want to ask you about pardons. Uh, you revealed this week that multiple Republican members of Congress sought pardon, pardons from President Trump after the insurrection. How many of your colleagues in Congress did that? 
And what evidence do you have? Because you know that Congressman Scott Perry is denying it. Yeah. Well, the seeking of pardons is powerful demonstration of the consciousness of guilt, or at least the consciousness that you may be in trouble. And that's what's so shocking about this. Uh, it's not just one. And it, you have evidence that this happened. It, it is multiple members of Congress, mm -hmm. as the vice chair said at our opening hearing. And um, all in due course, uh, the details will surface. So, so guess there's evidence? Um, but we're, everything we're doing is documented by evidence. Uh, unlike the big lie, which is based on nonsense, as uh, former Attorney General Barr said, everything that we're doing is based on facts, and this is a bipartisan investigation which is determined to ferret out all of the facts of what happened. Uh-huh. How many people and what evidence do you have? Evidence? Evidence? Bueller? Nothing. He's got nothing. Now, if you wanted to build an audience, I mean, when they hired the big the guy from ABC, right? We're going to turn this into CSI Washington on January 6th. Wouldn't a way to tease that be to say, yeah, you know what, Dana? Wait till Monday afternoon. We got the goods on Jim Jordan. We got the goods on Matt Gates. We got the goods on some people that well, it'll blow you out of the water when I tell you what we have. Well, what do you have? Well, we have text messages. We have phone calls. We have recordings. We have depositions where they admit. I mean, if you really want to build an audience for this colossal waste of time and taxpayer money, then put it out there. Call me highly, highly skeptical because that answer was a dodge. It's the same dodge that Adam Schiff gave throughout the Russia collusion hoax. Oh, I've got evidence that this. I've got evidence that that. And then where was it? Nowhere. He had none. I'm open to evaluating what you have, but the way you are making accusations and insinuations without evidence leads me to be skeptical because Mueller, Russia collusion, all that, Two years of nothing but utter nonsense. Colossal waste of time and money. So, I get why you're trying it. But I also get that you don't understand <laughs> that damaging Donald Trump. And I'm, I look, I, I love Trump's policies. I would have preferred a bit of a different persona. I think if you retard Donald Trump's snarkiness by 10 to 15 percent, he's Ron DeSantis. So I'm fine with Ron DeSantis for 2024. I don't need Trump to come back. My faith in the Make America Great Again movement, and it is a movement, it is a belief, it is a thought process that you are on board with the fact that our nation had a divinely inspired founding, that there are certain principles, work hard, meritocracy, consequences for crime, keep the citizens safe, nationally, internationally, and locally. I think all of those are pillars of what most people want in an orderly society. We can have that without Donald Trump as president. We had it. 
to a greater degree than we have it now with Donald Trump as president. And I think we might have had it to an even greater degree than that if he weren't pushed back against and denigrated at every turn if his presidency wasn't interrupted more than half of it by a completely fabricated lie made up by Hillary Clinton and Fusion GPS and the Democratic National Committee. So Trump got a lot done, even though he didn't get a lot of support and was instantly, I mean instantly, vilified, even before he took the oath of office. But all the pillars of Trump's Make America Great Again movement can and I believe will survive and thrive, even if he's not president again in 2024. DeSantis could do it. Josh Hawley could do it. Tom Cotton could do it. Mike Pompeo could do it. Nikki Haley could do it. Christy Nome could do it. I mean, that's our starting five and our super sub. So we don't need Donald Trump to do it. So this effort that they're putting in in January 6th to supposedly stain Donald Trump to the degree that he'll go away forever. Well, he might go away forever. Good luck to it. Hopefully, you know, you're not lying through your teeth, Jamie Raskin, and you actually have what you say you have. But just know this. People don't like gas prices at $5 a gallon. People don't like groceries going up 2% over the past year, which is the highest rise in grocery prices since 1979. People don't like restaurant prices going up 9% and fuel oil going up 107%, both of which are the largest year-over-year increases ever. You want to be a transformative president, Joe Biden? You are, but not in the way you want it to be. Electricity up 2%. Over last year and about to go much higher, by the way, with 90 degree temperatures coming across the country in the heat wave of the summer and the drain on our power grid. The 2% rise in electricity over the past year is the highest year over year increase in 16 years. Rent is up 5.2%, the biggest year over year increase since 1987. And airfares are up. 38% last year, which is the largest year-over-year increase since 1980. 32 years. If you think putting some kind of January 6th anvil around the neck of Donald Trump is going to drown him in a sea of degradation and take with him the desire of people to have safer cities, cheaper gas, groceries they can afford— then you are not only delusional, but stupid. Because there are a lot of Republican politicians who can restore order to our society. And all it takes, all it takes, is that one thing that unfortunately you as the Democratic Party only want to apply to gun control. Common sense. We didn't use any on covid We're not using any on the economy. We're not using any on international security. We're funneling it all toward guns in the Democratic Party. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.